Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. Yeah, I got a little extra pep in my step. You guys all know why. We are one day away from the biggest feast that we all look forward to each and every year. That's right, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, I cannot wait for that, but I also can't wait for today's show because I got a very special guest joining me. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, today's that day. Time to turn in your football fever ballots to select Long's Drugs and give yourself a chance to get that $500 cash weekly prize. All right. If you guys haven't done so already, I believe there's still time left on the clock. Go get yourself a football fever in the Honolulu Star Advertiser newspaper. Fill it out. Go turn it into select long drugs. Like I said, give yourself a chance to win some Christmas money. Also, a grand prize at the end of this thing, a big green A Kamado grill. You don't want to miss out on that. Shout out to our football fever sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, who I got riding with me every single day. Right there, chilling, all right? Got my back. Hawaiian Telecom and Long's Drugs, thank you so much for making football fever possible. Okay, uh, Steven Sai, my guy, has an article in today's Homeless Star Advertiser really talking about why he feels, and I'm, Steven, we are on the same page. All right, why the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team should not drop out of the Division I A level and go to, say, a Division I AA D2, it's just not, that's not what should be done, period. All right, I, I, I know our football program, right, has what it takes to be successful for years to come, right? We see it, right? We're building it, and I believe that. So, Stephen, we are on the same page. Uh, guys, go check out the article to dive a little deeper into that one. All right, uh, these stories I love. All right, and Dave Ridden went back in time, right? Sometimes we've got to go back. We've got we to look into the history books to gain some perspective, right? And we've got to highlight some people who've, who's creating impacts now who was part of sports before. Sports, sports has been the foundation for a lot of people. And for George Rennie, who is known today as a judge who specializes in workmen's comp cases, specialized back in Radford as a high school fo- football player, as a big play guy, right? He was known for his good hands and making those big plays at only 145 pounds. And so he speaks to how football and the teams he was on, the coaches he had, helped build the foundation, helped give him confidence to do things and to go on and to persevere. And that's what football does. That's what sports does. And that's why I love it. And that's why I love this article. You guys definitely need to dive deeper into this one. Again, Dave Reardon in the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Iosefa Tapeni. I'm going to say it again. Iosefa Tapeni. Remember that name. Because this Kapole defensive lineman is creating unbelievable waves hurricanes as, as you as you if we can say that right the couple hurricanes he is doing his thing and according to a lot of hawaii coaches 
he could be, and he's being compared to some of the best linemen who have ever come out of Hawaii. Um, and that's a big, big statement because we've got some tremendous talent that was on the line. And this guy, Tapeni, they're saying he can play offensive line. He can play defensive line. So that tells me one thing. He's athletic. Right? And I, I always err on the side. If you're, an off- if, if you're a guy that's athletic, you got feet, O-line, man. <laughs> O-line is where it's at. Right? You protect that QB, that left tackle. Right? You can get paid. Also, you put your hand in dirt. If you can go get the quarterback consistently, you can get paid. So definitely D1 prospect all over. Paul Honda has more details on this one. Make sure you guys go check it out. All right, I got to talk about this. All right, in the NBA, not sure if you've seen it, but there's a, there was a little scuffle, right? LeBron James, the Lakers took on the Pistons, Isaiah Stewart. Um, it was after a free throw. All right, LeBron's blocking out Stewart, gets a little physical, and, you know, you, you kind of do things out of reaction sometimes. And LeBron accidentally, right, clipped him on his mouth and his eye and cut him, right, bleeding. And the aftermath, the tantrum, I'm going to say that. I'm going to call it a tantrum that Stewart gave, right? The, 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 okay, I'm cool, walk away. No, I'm not. I'm coming to get you. Uh, like, it, it, it's just wild, right? It was a little bit out of control. Um, but nonetheless, both guys got suspended. All right, LeBron got suspended one game. Stewart got suspended two games. And uh, according to LeBron, his Instagram, he tried to reach out to Stewart. He tried to, uh, you know, track down his phone number so he could call. Or message, whatever, and apologize and let him know, hey, I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. And LeBron James, over the course of his career, has never been known to be a, a, a dirty player. So uh, I don't see that being a thing. I see this thing getting squashed. And, yeah, hey, you get hit, you get cut. It could, it could drive some things in us. Hey, we're all, you know, the men. Men get a little aggressive in a competitive environment. It happens. All right? But he's not the only, first guy to get a cut right, in a basketball game. It happens. Uh, I hope both guys learn from this. But anyway, uh, moving on. All right. Uh, this, is, this is exciting. This is the time. This is the moment of today's show I could not wait for. All right. I got a chance to sit down with former University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior quarterback Cole McDonald, who did his thing while out here in the islands. He became an island boy. <laughs> anyway, look, he got an opportunity, right, to go to the NFL uh, with the Titans. Didn't work out. Had a stint with the Cardinals. You know, didn't work out. And as a quarterback, it's, it's tough. It's tough to land somewhere and become a guy, a backup, whatever. You just want to be, have a spot, right? But just this, earlier this, uh, this year, he got, not earlier this year, but, but the, the Canadian Football League, right? He signed with my former squad, right? The Toronto Argonauts. Boom, right? He signed with the Argos. He's out there in Toronto uh, just learning the game. And they've got a chance to win a Grey Cup this year. They placed first in the East, first round by, one game away, one win away from being in the Grey Cup. So that's a similar path 
to my journey into the CFL. My very first year into the CFL, back in 2009, I was with the Montreal Alouettes. They won the Great Cup. So Cole has an opportunity to, to do some of that. He's enjoying the six. I miss you, Toronto. But anyway, we had a great sit down. So why don't you guys go ahead and check this out. All right. Look, hey, I got brother Cole McDonald here, man, joining me on the CO2 rundown. Bro, how are you doing? I've been good, man. Just, you know, in your in your hometown back in Toronto playing for the Argos, man. It's, uh, it's, it's a journey. But, but we here, man. You know, we are here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's what we're talking about right now. And man, prior to you getting there, I know we've shared some time together training with with, yeah. with Moniz and you're doing your thing, trying to get to the NFL. You got your shot. Um, and, you know, it, hey, the timing wasn't the time for you. Yeah. Right. But you found yourself an opportunity in Canada, like I did. Yeah. In Toronto. Um, so, I mean, I feel like the paths are kind of similar. And this is, this is what makes me so excited about doing this, this, this sit down with you, bro. I got my Argos gear repping. You know, I love the six, man. The Toronto really gave me an opportunity to, to just play football, right? Yeah. I forgot about the money. I forgot about professional. I, for, I, I just, they gave me an opportunity to be part of a family. As we all know, growing up, being on a football team, it's like you're part of a family. And it's just, it's what we enjoy. And so for me, that's what it was. So talk to me, bro. Like how how has it been in that being in Toronto, yeah. uh, a new country, a new game? Just but just mm -hmm. being back in a locker room. What does that feel like? Feels amazing, man. Like you said, it's a it's a brand new locker room. It's a whole completely different area. I mean, you go from Hawaii, perfect weather, to Toronto. You got that cold winter, man. It's it's been a it's been an adjustment period, you know. But like you said, um, Toronto's a special place. You know the the culture that, you know, you cultivated here when you were here and the guys continue to, to create and, and, you know, prolong as, as we go on throughout the seasons. It's, it's awesome, man. The, the chemistry of the guys, the city itself, the organization, staff, um, it, it's a blessing to be here. And like you said, you know, it's, it's football. And that's one thing that I missed was COVID year. You know, things happened in a good way, but didn't get the opportunity that, you know, I thought I wanted. And, um, but Life goes on and, you know, to be here in this moment, new game, new country, um, new team, like you said, back in the locker room environment, it, it's been amazing so far. Just yeah, man, I mean, my guy, Pinball Clemens, who is the all-time greatest, you know, greatest of our Argo of all time. He's the general manager there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. they've, you know, like one of the oldest franchises in sports history. Right, yeah. probably the most championships, um, and they've. It's it's in a place you know the Canadian Football League is built on such history, man, and you're gonna learn more about that as you continue to, you know, pour out in some years there. But, you know, what's crazy about your situation and mine, this is your very first year in CFL. You're on a team that's first in the East Division. Yeah. When I first came to the Canadian Football League. I went to Montreal. They were like the top dogs at the time. They were first in East Division. One game away, one win away from being in the Grey Cup. Yeah. Which is like being in the Super Bowl. So you are you guys are there. So this is the bye week. Is is the is the East yeah. Final 
a couple weeks from now? Or is it uh, so next week? Like we we got a bye week this week. Um, and we start practice, I want to say Tuesday for the game next week. So that's going to be our first playoff game after our bye. So we're, we're pretty juiced up for that. Yeah, like, bro, t- tell me about that, man. Like, like the CFL is different. It's like, wait, well, you win the division. You get the first one by, you just got to win one game and you're in the show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I ain't complaining, you know. At the end of the day, if, if we're win one to get in the show, you know, hey, take the great, great cup home and, and call it a year, first year in the CFL, I'm, I'm pretty content with that. But, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting hearing a lot of, like, the, the older vets' opinions, you know, just – you know, what it, what it means to them to be in the Great Cup, to, to even get a playoff opportunity. A lot of guys didn't get that. And, you know, I'm, I feel reluctant as my first year out here to be a part of this, to experience what, it, what it's like to be first in the East, to, to win and hopefully take a Great Cup title this year. It's going to be it's, – it's, it's a large, largest learning opportunity for me is, is how I'm looking at it, you know. And if I get reps, I'm going to take them as they come and – um, you know, hope for the best. But like you said, Grey Cup, it's, I've heard only amazing things. I'm pretty sure you got some good stories to tell about your Grey Cup experiences. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. It's, it's like I, I equate it to like bowl week in yeah. college. You know, it's a yeah. weekly thing. It's a huge thing for the entire country. Yeah. Right. They all come out. It's, uh, it's an amazing, amazing time. And I miss it. Just talking to you right now, like I'm literally getting like a little, Oh man, I miss it, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, but man, embrace it. You know, take advantage of it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process because you got to just think about where you were a year ago. What were mm-hmm. what you were doing, Nicole? A year ago, yeah. What were you doing? A year ago, what was I doing? Ah, it's November. November, now. like this is right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, I mean, I got drafted, and you know, it just happened so fast. Like left, you know, Hawaii. Uh, was a junior, like missed out on my senior season. Like guys just had senior night this past week. Like I, I get like emotional because, you know, I, I missed that. You know, I didn't get a senior night. I left, you know, so it's it's a lot of like different feelings I'm going through. And I would say last year, you know, I'm in camp with Titans. Things don't work out. COVID happens and, you know, opportunities are cut short. And last year I'm back home. I'm working out, getting calls from different teams. You know, you're flying out. You got to do a quarantine period before you can even do a workout. And it's the biggest job interview of your life. So, I mean, it's, you know, you're training, you're staying in shape, um, staying ready for, for whatever thing, whatever opportunity comes your way. And for me, last year, this time, I was doing just that, was just waiting, you know, being patient. And, you know, it took a year, signed with the Cardinals afterwards, uh, was blessed to get that opportunity. And, you know, find myself in this position uh, in Toronto and, just going to continue to chip away and see where life takes me, man. I'm, you know, crazy where football can take you. It took me from Cali to Hawaii yeah, man. to Tennessee, everywhere, man, even in Toronto. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's been a really awesome journey, you know, learning a lot along the way and I'll credit a lot of it to Hawaii, you know, like just growing up in that culture, you know, what it's like, things I took going to Hawaii, you know, it's, it's very similar to being away from home. You know, you're on an Island. I'm out here in a new city new country you know so it's it's very relatable obviously different climate experiences whatnot different different type of ball but it's it's good man and you know to look back from last year um to now uh you know it's 
I'm just thankful at this point, you know, um, everything and everyone that's been continuing to believe in me and, and push me to, to this point. Uh, it's, it's been a blessing, man. And, you know, I can, I can only be thankful. So, yeah. And the only reason I asked that, bro, because I know a year ago, mm-hmm. you're not the only guy or girl. Yeah. People have faced some of the biggest hurdles that they've ever faced in their life. Exactly. And, you know, the ones that have continued to just jump over, keep jumping over hurdles like you just keep jumping sometimes you have to you have to climb over but you kept just going over every hurdle because it was a tough time and here you are in a position that you are in yeah on a team on a roster one win away from being in the great cup in a new city not just any city toronto right drake's city the six six. like it is probably the one of the greatest cities in the world yeah it's, right. It's and cool. so you get to experience that, man. So it, it's, I, I can, I can, I get a sense that it's, you feel like all of that work, all of those things you've gone through, like this is worth it. Like even just the short period of time you've been there, I feel like it's been worth it for you. And there's something to look forward to. Yeah. Like definitely something to look forward to. I mean, it's at the end of the day, like that professional, you know, from experience, it's, it just takes out one person to believe in you, that one coach that one gm that one person that really said hey this guy he's got to do something for us and you know the the staff here believes in me and you know they uh they continue to push me every day so the atmosphere to to be able to grow and look towards the future and and think of something and envision something exciting you know bringing a championship to toronto multiple breakups you know it's it's far away but you know it's it's definitely in, in the forefront, you know, and it's, it's definitely been really, I would say it's been, it's just been really good for me to actually be a part of an organization that, you know, wants you there and, you know, expects you and knows what you can do and trusts you. Yeah. Well, that's perfect, but that's perfect. That's absolutely amazing. Look, man, congrats on everything. Um, man, give my love to the Argos, give my love to the fans, if you see someone rocking a number two, Owen's jersey, oh. say, hey, man, Chad, appreciate you, man. I, 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 I talked to him. He wanted me to say, he wanted me to tell you thank you, you know, and so I, I got nothing but so much love for that city and that organization. And so uh, give everyone my best, man. Continue to grind. Appreciate you, brother. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Always, Chad. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate All it. All right, Cole. Aloha. Aloha. Yep. Man, Cole, thank you, brother. I- and I know you are truly thankful for the opportunity that you're in right now. Uh, we talked about it. Um, you're going to do great things, man. Keep it up. Make sure you go hit up them spots I told you about, man. KMB, Sushi, Earl's, The Keg. Get all that good food in you. And make sure you go hit up Laziz. Get yourself a shawarma or a shawarma, shawarma plate. Unbelievable. And so with that, guys, right, talking about being thankful, tomorrow's Thanksgiving so much that we can be thankful for. I know we've all been through the grind. You know what I'm talking about. We have been grinding through this thing, but now it's a time for us to sit down, relax with our loved ones, our families, and just enjoy some good food, enjoy camaraderie, enjoy each other, enjoy love. All right, so on behalf of the CO2 Rundown and the Honolulu Star Advertiser, I want to wish you and your families Yo, Ohanas, a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you have a blessed day tomorrow. Eat it up. Get some extra pumpkin pie in you. I'm a custard pie guy. 
okay? I love custard pie. I love pumpkin crunch. Ooh, I'm gonna have me some of those. Anyway, look, I cannot wait. I know you guys can't wait as well. Thank you so much for joining me here today on the CO2 Rundown. Have a happy Thanksgiving, guys. And I'll see you come Aloha Friday. Thank you.